The first international tourists in two years have touched down in Australia. They were met in Sydney by jubilant well-wishers waving Tim Tam's jars of Vegemite and stuffed koalas. Qantas is bringing in people from eight overseas destinations, including Vancouver, Singapore, London and Delhi. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said Monday was an important day that all Australians had looked forward to. It's a bit of pill to swallow for our own tourism industry, though. To discuss this, I'm joined by tourism industry Aotearoa spokesperson Anne-Marie Johnson. Good morning to you. Kia ora, Kerry. Kia ora. Must have been thrilled for your Aussie counterparts, but must have made you wonder when we're going to see people ever again. Yeah, for sure. Look, we are very pleased for our Australian colleagues. We know they've been doing it at least as tough as we have. Um, but certainly we have a couple of concerns for the, well, more than a couple, but yeah. um, our concerns for the, the New Zealand tourism industry are obviously that, um, you know, we're yeah. only just starting to open up next Monday to New Zealanders coming in from Australia. Um and we're not seeing any prospect of getting those high-value holiday makers into New Zealand until, well, not for months, mm. uh, current settings. And we also have a concern as well that um, you know, we know that a lot of New Zealanders are very keen to head offshore after two years of being stuck in New Zealand, even though that's a very lovely place to be stuck. And so our concern is that we're going to see a lot of New Zealanders heading offshore and taking their dollars with them, yeah. but we're not going to get those um, international visitors coming in to offset that spending. Because Kiwis have stopped travelling at the moment too, haven't they? Because of the the I was going to say silly settings, and that's no, that's wrong. Because of the um, settings under you know that are in place and this sort of ramped up concern about Omicron. Yeah, that's right. Ever since we've gone to the red setting. Um, we've, our businesses have really noticed that um, people have stopped travelling. You know, red means danger or stop, and people have certainly done that. We're seeing that with events being cancelled almost every day and beyond those public events, we're seeing lots of conferences and meetings being cancelled, and those all have spin-off effects for our, for our accommodation providers and for our transport operators. Um, and so the industry at the moment is really doing it as tough as it ever has since the mm. pandemic began, which is really tough at a time when we should be on the home straight. Absolutely. I mean, do you know how many people have exited the industry? Accommodation providers, transport providers? Well, the, the latest most up-to-date figures we have from Statistics New Zealand um, only showed that for the, the first year of the pandemic, which was 2020, in that year alone we lost 72,000 wow. jobs. Um, and that's, just to put it in context, that's like the entire city of Palmerston North. Um, and so we'd expect in, in the 12 months since then, in 2021, there would be at least that many would have gone again. Um, so, you know, and that includes a lot of small business owners who uh, have seen their their life's work kind of disappear before their eyes through no fault of their own. Yeah. And you're not going to get them back. That's the other thing too. All that institutional knowledge, all that um, capability, where is that going to go? Yeah, that's a real concern. And obviously the unemployment figures show that pretty much anybody who wants a job has got one. But um, certainly our employers are screaming out for staff at the moment, to be able to 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 cater for any um, business that they do get, um, and you know, 
our concern, and we've gone to the Minister of Tourism, Stuart Nash, pointing this out, is yeah. that if our businesses don't get any financial support to get them through the red setting and until the borders can, our borders can reopen to let travellers in freely, then, um, you know, we've lost so much in the last two years that the businesses that we've still got now are really the, the ones that have proven themselves to be resilient and to be able to pivot to current circumstances. But if we start losing those businesses, we're really losing the, the DNA, if you like, yeah. of the whole industry. Yeah, exactly. Um that you, there has been a you know there has been a, a, a roadmap of announced by the government of when you're going to be able to to travel to New Zealand. Um, is that is that giving them people hope that they just need to hang on to October 2022? Well, well, October 22, even at um, well, if current settings don't change. Mm people that come across the border at that stage are still going to have to go into self-isolation or MIQ. Mm. Yeah. And um, so the, the challenge is that, you know, if you've only got two weeks holiday, you're not going to want to come here and spend a week of it holed up in a hotel room somewhere. Um, so in, until we can get rid of those self-isolation right. requirements, it's the really crucial thing. And so we're not expecting to see any significant number of visits until those go. And um, so we are really keen for the government to lift those as well at the earliest opportunity. It seems madness that they're still there when, you know, and Kiwis wanting to come home still can't do so, even when you've got Omicron running through the through the country. And, and that's exactly our argument. If you look at yesterday's numbers, for instance, yeah. you know, what, two and a half thousand new community cases, but only 17 new cases at the border. Mm. So um, you're far more likely to catch it from, um, you know, just going about your normal business than you are from somebody coming into New Zealand. So we are certainly very actively having those discussions with government at the moment. Do you feel that they just don't care or that... The- that, but um, how do you how do you respond when you met with implacable kind of no? Look, we we totally understand that the priority has been to keep New Zealanders safe, but um, you know circumstances have clearly changed now, and um, so we are are begging them, mm-hmm. if you like, to um, you know take account of those new circumstances. Um, we understand that uh, they're concern is around the strain on our health system Um, and so we are certainly not saying that we should open the borders immediately but we need a much clearer roadmap as to when you know we're seeing how this this Omicron phase is rolling out now Um, so we think we can bring those dates forward um, as soon as possible really it'd be great to get some Australians in here for our ski season at Mm. the least um, and the other concern that we have is that, you know, those international airlines that um, bring so many of our visitors here, they're making decisions right now on where they'll be flying an hour next summer. Um, so if we can't give them any sort of um, certainty that they'll be able to fill their planes with people coming into New Zealand, then they're going to fly somewhere else next summer. Yeah. And, um, you know, that just delays our recovery even further. Can you recover from this? Oh, we absolutely can. Okay. Um, like I say, we've still got some. We've still got a, a healthy number of visitors. Uh, sorry, we've still got a healthy number of businesses. Yeah. 
that um, are still operating and are ready and waiting to welcome back our international travellers. Um, it is going to take time. We're certainly not going to see 2019 levels anytime soon. We've, at Tourism Industry Aotearoa, we've done some work um, on forecasting what visitor flows are likely to look like, and it's going to be three or four years at least before we kind of get back to right. um, two reasonable numbers. That's not bad, though, is it, in terms of recovery, given how it was just chopped off at the knees overnight? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's been two long, hard years, and so the, the sooner we can get back to business, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to talk. Anne-Marie Johnson, Tourism Industry Aotearoa spokesperson. Love to hear from those of you involved in tourism, <laughs> those of you who are still keeping the faith and doing what you can to keep your business surviving, existing until such time as we welcome tourists back. Australia's done it. They don't see a threat to vac- you know, from vaccinated overseas tourists. And that'll put us, again, months and months behind the rest of the world.